You know, quite honestly, I don't even want to start the show. I just want to listen to Talking Heads now, but I will. Hi, this is Dark Side's Couch. I'm Shay. This is James. This is Mike. And we are here to bring you joy and entertainment and hopefully more Talking Heads because I am so down for that. But James runs the soundboard. I committed to that song before reading this book, and I don't feel great about it in retrospect. It's not a good fit. I committed to a lot of things about this episode before reading the book, and I was completely wrong. I (laughs) I picked it just because of the cover. Yeah. 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 I, didn't, I didn't look into it. Although, man, we really violated our promise to really go through these books. And nope. First well, day, but first day, Rob passed Miss America. Just went right back to picking whatever. Well, speaking of, uh, I do want to mention Miss America, the Miss America episodes. You guys, you guys remember the Miss America episode? No, yeah, I remember that. Quite, quite well. Comics. I don't really remember what it was about, how it went, because we do so many comics, but it's probably pretty good. Um, but anyway, <laughs> at some point when we were talking about Miss America, uh, we talked about the different spelling slash pronunciation of Muslim, Muslim and Muslim. Yeah. And I had mentioned at the time, by the way, I have a cold and uh, it's the most terrifying time in the last hundred years to have a cold. So uh, sorry, but I got my tea. So hopefully it'll be okay. Anyway, so I was half right because I had said that uh, the different spelling Muslim and Muslim were just, uh, you know, just uh, regional or, or uh, different translations, you know, because it's obviously not English word. So it gets translated differently. And, and that was a preferred spelling. And I was right that that is it is true. There was just a different preferred spelling. However, there has been a move in the last couple decades to stop spelling it or pronouncing it Muslim. You can spell it Muslim, M-O-S-L-E-M. That's not necessarily a, a big deal, but you can't pronounce it Muslim. The reason being that Muslim M-U-S-L-I-M, that means uh, one who gives himself to God. But the word Muslim, M-O-S-L-E-M, means one who is evil and unjust. It seems way too coincidental that, you know, during all this jingoism and racism and hatred that that just happened. Maybe. It's possible. Thank God that that was the most culturally insensitive thing in that book. Well, you know, I, I'm not trying to. Thank God, uh, that would have been yeah. that would have been embarrassing for us if it was worse than that. I mean, in for a dime, in for a dollar on that. Book. I've, also, on. I've I've never heard someone say ma- Muslim. Muslim. I've heard that pronunciation, but I just really thought no. it was just uh, you know a different because pronunci- again, it's not an English word, so there's not a, really a standard English spelling or pronunciation, but. The big takeaway here is stop saying Muslim if you're saying Muslim. I apologize if I've said it wrong. Um, don't say Muslim unless just stop you're talking saying. about an evil person. Just, just stop saying. Stop referring to anything re- involving religion of any kind. James and we're I done. as white men should just shut the fuck up permanently. Yeah. This is the well, Shea show now. I was coming back from the uh, white people are scared of everything meeting the other day, and I was thinking about <laughs> it as I was getting in an Uber with absolutely no profiling whatsoever. Uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, so that's the main thing I wanted to hit at the top of that. Shay, do you want to tell everybody what we're doing today? Yeah, we are doing issue number four of Psycho Blast, which again, none of us knew what it was. Nope. Um, it is from February of 1988, 
So I definitely did not grow up with this. Technically uh, 87, it's just publishing minutiae makes it, it's listed as 88 on the cover, but it was actually, it came out in like late 77, but yeah, 77, 88. I mean, this was 77 or 88. This was big, this was still. when we were recording, you guys were like, what are we doing next time, Mike? And I'm like, oh, let me quickly look through all the bookmarks I have and whatever sounds cool is what we're getting. Well, I'll tell you what, by sheer coincidence, I'm going to guess you did not do this on purpose. Uh, we actually did a little bit of a trilogy because this uh, was published by First Comics. And alternating in our last few episodes, we have hit kind of like the big three of like third party uh, 80s, 90s independent comics before Image. Uh, we hit um, Eclipse. Uh, yeah, Pacific Comics with Sunrunners, Eclipse Comics with the New Wave. And now we're doing Cycle Blast from First Comics. And the main thing that all these companies had in common is that they were uh, luring talent away from Marvel and DC. Uh, by giving the creators, you know, lots more rights and better pay rates and everything. And they didn't worry about the comics code. So we kind of just inadvertently hit all three of those. And this one, uh, this is Cycle Blast issue number four from 1987 or 88. It's a book called Brain Capers. Actually, there's a great restaurant in Chicago that serves Brain Capers. I'll take you oh, great. Sometimes. Thank really God. Uh, written by, this is one of the few times I don't recognize a single name in the credits. Written by Stephen Grant, art by Rob Phipps and Al Vey. I, I think Stephen Grant was a Marvel guy, but never like a high profile guy. So uh, welcome uh, to my world, James. I don't recognize anyone's names ever. Yeah, you're not a big name guy. No. I mean, you know, it's, it's nice to kind of live in the illusion that these are just real stories. That's <laughs> the, kind they, of fun. They pulled the books out of the ether. Yeah. Just, they're just there. They're like a flower that grows naturally. It's just transmitted from another dimension. That's actually how uh, Barry Allen Flash actually got his name and his likeness. Like he had actually read the very same Golden Age Flash comic books that you and I have read, uh, but they were transmitted from another universe where those were the real adventures of this previous Flash. Mm, and, that's how, like, and, that's how, and that's how you caught coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. It was transmitted from another dimension. It's uh, it, This isn't coronavirus. This is some weird uh, crisis shit. I mean... Like, this is, <laughs> yeah. Is bad. Now, how many? I I didn't bother to look it up. How many issues of Psychoblast were there? Um, oh, I think it made to about nine. Yeah, about nine. Okay. Yeah, so nine. we're essentially at the halfway point with issue right. four. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times, like, you know, we start a comic book at a random issue, and I think, well, you know, this would make sense if I'd read it from the beginning. Uh, this book's intended to not make sense no matter where you started. So it started at issue four. I think it's perfectly fine. Uh, you know, after we were, like, I can already tell you guys right now, like, I liked this book, and I'm mm -hmm. probably going to, since it's such a short series, I'm probably going to read them all. This reminded me of that movie, uh, uh, Scanners. I, I really like this book, too. Yeah. I thought it was, like, watered down Invisibles. Well, it's pretty yeah, Invisibles. So. The art style especially reminded me of the Invisibles. I can see yeah. why you say that. And, it, yeah, it obviously came out beforehand, but that was just, like, that was just the vibe I got from it, is it was, like the you know cbs version of the invisibles that was grant morrison right the invisibles yep. oh yes he hasn't done anything bad that we can no longer enjoy his material right um i mean he's he's never really had a filter like he's certainly willing to put horrible things in his books to make a point but not in a way of like glamorizing you know pedophilia or something like that but he'll put that in there if it serves the purpose no of the i mean like in his personal life he just does oh. something fucked up he like no, I don't... he warren ellis is everybody or something you know why you know why i don't think he has and i i hope that tomorrow's story doesn't come out that that he's a diddler or something but um i think he probably never has because he's been so open about just having crazy wanton sex and drugs anyway so there was yeah. nothing hidden like he was just he was having orgies anyway like what's... he went through a drag period and yeah like... 
Like eventually King Mob just became Grant Morrison. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole funny thing about what happened with King Mob. If you ever read The Invisibles, basically he we it's a hard, it's hard to explain, but basically the main character of The Invisibles looks a lot like Grant, like Grant Morrison. Yeah, and, it's because uh, it is Grant Morrison clearly. It, it, well, he hadn't shaved his head yet. It's like um, it's like Stephen King writing himself in all of his Dark Tower books. Yes, and then when Grant Morrison in real life almost died, he attributed it to uh, issues in the comic book, like things that had happened to King Mob in the comic book. And so uh, when he recovered from that and wrote King Mob out of those problems, he decided that for the rest of the Invisibles, only good things would happen to King Mob. That's a great book. He figured, and it is a great book. And after after a certain point in the book, everything that happens to King Mob is good and positive. And then Grant Morrison was off on just having nonstop sex for years. And you know what he did in order to help the comic book and make everything work? And I don't think it's necessarily tied to specifically when he got sick, but he told everyone to do a masturbation uh, sigil. Wankathon. Yeah, wankathon. And so you were supposed to like think about something very specific while getting off. Yep. Uh, and then afterwards, the comic got, I, I don't want to say better, but it sold better or James well it took a hiatus like it's broken into a couple different sections and it wasn't selling too well at the beginning so it took a hiatus and then he said like you know if we can get the sales up we can keep going and and he was able to do it and you know you could say it was just the publicity around the wankathon that got it together or and he kind of like retooled it after the first like 18 or whatever 22 issues and and yeah. i was very lucky and uh I didn't get into the all the classic Vertigo stuff till long after they were like already all published and all the main classics yeah. were already finished. So I got to read all of them in just one big chunk. Yeah, I did the same thing with Preacher. It's great yeah, to same. Just read a, Preacher. a maxi never, series. Yeah, yeah, I never had to wait uh, and just uh, enjoyed them as, as they were. Same thing for like Sandman or, or all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, we were a little too young to really be super into Preacher in like 1995 or whatever. Still reading yeah. shitty Jim Lee X-Men That's <laughs> what I was doing. I was happy when I got to do that with 52 because 52 got me into comics, but I caught it like at the very tail end of it. So the only I think literally issue one or whatever, like the last issue was when I caught up. That was really yeah. Nice. That's a good. That's a fun series too. If you like some of those lesser known DC characters. So you know, a very lesser known character, Psycho Blast, who is essentially this is basically the all new adventures of Alzheimer's man. Oh yeah. His brain's all terrible. Like the cover is, uh, you got this handsome man uh, with a bunch of TVs with a bunch of psychic looking images on the TVs, and he's wearing the X Men Cerebro helmet with a bunch of yes. with a bunch of A track yeah uh, cassette players behind him. This definitely also reminded me of some X-Men shit. Straight oh, yeah. shit. It's probably why I yeah. liked it since I enjoyed yeah. X-Men so much growing up. And I still do. I love the the revamped X-Men where they're on the island and they have their own country and they're having sex with each other. I think this is that's exactly what they needed to, to, to push the characters out of their uh what you call it stagnant just repeatathon. Are you talking about Exiles or whatever with Liefeld? No, they uh uh Jonathan Hickman, right? He uh mm. he decided to just they, they gave him the reins of X-Men. Marvel was just like, here, do whatever you want. So he decided to, they live on a living island and all the mutants, the good guys, the bad guys, all of them, they all live on the island in their own nation and they're doing their own shit. And they don't, they, and they don't have any conventional human rules or, 
right? And they're all immortal now because they, they utilize their mutant powers together to resurrect the dead, which I guess is a nice little joke about X-Men characters never dying. Hickman's got some quality stuff. Um, yeah, he's, really, he's made a lot of really excellent books. There's a name I recognize. See, there you go. I know one. I know yeah, two. I mentioned two creators so far. Uh, Grant Morrison yeah. and Jonathan Hickman. Look at me. Oh, man. Jesus. It's like you read comics. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Psycho Blast is a guy named Brian, who is like a middle-aged janitor who's fighting off the dad bod pretty well. I gotta Dude, say. For... He is like absurdly muscular for a uh, middle-aged janitor. Yeah, good for him. Like, I mean, you can tell he's sucking in the gut a little bit, but other than that, like... I know, but that's okay. how you get them good abs, is by keeping that gut sucked yeah, in. Yeah, constant tension. When you're doing your crunches, you gotta keep constant tension on your stomach. That was a lesson I learned from wrestler Triple H from his fitness book <laughs> that he wrote that I read when I was 20. It's like, if you're always <laughs> sucking in your gut, you're always working your abs, and the way your abs always look good. And I'm like, what? Most of the book, though, like, you bought the book thinking it was like an autobiography, because he was like semi-close to retirement, you know? And uh, you think it's like about his career. It sort of is, but it's mostly just workout tips. It was really strange. Yeah. You should be under constant stress and strain at all times and die in your mid 40s. <laughs> that dude's going to, that, that guy's going to be shredded until he's 90. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. All right. Well, we're talking about Brian today, Psychoblast, aka and, uh, Triple H. <laughs> so this what, is kind of what is yeah. H, what does the Triple H stand for? Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Is that his birth name? No, his real name is Paul Levesque. When he was in WCW, for H. H. Holmes. When he was in WCW, he was called Terrorizing, and then they changed his <laughs> name to like a French name because they found out he was from a French area of the United States. I don't know. And then when they moved him, he switched to the WWF at the time. They're like, eh, we're gonna make you an aristocrat. Fuck it. That was back when everyone had a job. Like all the mm -hmm. WWE wrestlers in the '90s, you're either like a garbage man or a I don't. Janitor, I don't remember jobs. Or, they all had like that. jobs. They were like, I'm the I'm the hockey guy or whatever. They just had this. So they, made, they made him an aristocrat and they called him Hunter Hearst Helmsley because they thought it was really hoity-toity. And then when they decided to make it all super edgy, they changed his name to Triple H. Well, now there's no point in doing the Triple H comic book. Nope. We were, so, was there one? Covered. Is that on the list? Did I say we were <laughs> going to do that? We I said we were going to do Undertaker, and we haven't done it yet. <laughs> okay. All right. We're on panel one. <laughs> okay. So, Psycho Blast. So, this book kind of goes out of order. It's like a Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, so, basically, Psycho Blast is this middle-aged dude named Brian who's a janitor, and he's fallen in love with this woman, but neither of them are sure if their feelings are real or if they were the result of this weird psychological uh, entity, maybe, that's living inside of Brian's head. Yeah, he's either possessed by some kind of psychic creature or it's just a different part of his brain uh, that's, like taken hold like like his subconscious yeah like that can utilize the powers a little bit better than he can and he has these memories of having this love but she's just like well we don't know if you actually love me or if you're just manipulated me there's no way of knowing right but he's having like flashbacks between talking to her and talking to this handler he has in in this psychic institution who happens to look just like her it's all yes. very confusing so, which yes. i like in comics i like when comics too. are just like what the hell's going on so yeah this woman and psychoblast brian uh they decided to go uh find a, a psychic research facility so they could try and figure out what's inside of brian but when they get to the location she just drops them off at the front door and leaves yeah, and uh, uh, Brian has a very blow-dried uh, mullet. Yes, he's got sort of a he's got sort of a Dracula thing. He's got kind of a man bun on top of his head. Kind like of. he got out of the shower and slicked his slicked his mullet back as best he could, and then blow-dried it that way. This so it looks remains. good. This he looks, looks like not... he belongs on the t on the front of a romance novel. Yeah, he yeah. does. He does like between the ripped he... chest and the long hair and. 
Uh huh. He's got long hair, and he and he's got a ripped chest, but his but he's got the white hair to shows that he's a little older and a little more mature and ready to settle down. Yeah. He knows how to make love to a woman, not have sex with a woman, make love to her. He has sex with his feelings. Yes. And he's <laughs> and he's a horse body. from the waist down. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> everything you could want. Right. Uh, so then he goes into this facility and they test him and everything. And then, I, I mean, then they put him in a robe and they put him in a room with all these other people. And it's like an Unleash Your Inner Chad seminar. It's like everyone here is, uh, yeah, that's a good way of putting it, inner, yeah. Unleash Your Inner Chad, where they all have psychic potential. And it's like this organization, we find out later what they're, why they're doing it. It's like, oh my God. But, <laughs> but like, but yeah, he. Uh, it's Men in Black. It's the opening of Men in Black. Yeah, that's it is kind of like the opening of Men in Black. Man, that's a blast of the past. I, yeah. That's a comic we should do. That's Yeah, yeah, where Will Smith's character is a, a white man with a bullet. We should do, We yeah. should totally do that. Pre, yeah, I believe it was a comic before a movie, I believe. It yeah. was. Um, but they do a, really a mass pull-in of people, and then they're really, you know, they're not telling them the real reason why they're doing it, and then they dismiss most of them, and then they become heroes. Well, thanks for t- tuning in to Dark Side's Couch. Yeah. Because um, I just ruined the book. Start to finish? No, not really. This uh, yeah, book doesn't make any sense. Well, because yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing in it. Well, no, there, you always say that, and there's stuff in all I of know. these. But like, I don't understand how much you think should happen in 25 pages. Um, Shay only likes like like uh, like con- like contained stories with very colorful superheroes. And uh, not a lot of like uh, complication. Maybe maybe you just have too many worries about real life, so you you enjoy the contained spandexness of it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. So anyway, um, so they go into the seminar, and uh, Brian is like sliding in and out of time. He's not sure where he is. He's not sure what order events happened in. He's not sure. Dude, who I, I've are. had I've had acid trips that fucked me up oh, yeah. for like a long time. That are just so this book. Whoever wrote this book has had a lot of experience with LSD because like when you take a like a mega dose of LSD and you go to the fractal world and you come back, the past, present, and future gets super fucking confusing, and you just kind of muddle your way through existence, and hopefully <laughs> it all like realigns. To to, to to for how long so it's never really gone back to normal like sometimes i'll re- I, I think i remember something that hasn't happened yet and then it'll happen like a month later and i'm like wait did i remember that from before they even bring that up in this book of how like you're remembering things that haven't happened yet trust me mike as someone who's never done lsd you're still muddling through life at all times <laughs> yeah. oh. it never makes any fucking sense like the drugs had little impact on that it's just like in this book they even talk about how like you ever have you ever remembered you ever had a dream and then like later on it comes it comes to pass after you do a hefty amount of psychedelics that happens a lot to the, to the point where you stop being concerned well, so at this seminar, we got this dude, Peter, I think it is. Yeah, Peter, who ends up Who's... being like a real nepotism case here. Cause yeah, his, he's, he's the Trump dad's, Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Where his dad is like yeah. running the institution. And uh, he's upset because he's yeah. being ignored because all the other psychics are like talking amongst themselves. So his dad, which it, the name starts with an X. So I'm going to call him right now X. Xanadu. Xanadu. It's not Xanadu. Um, so, so X is doing this whole thing for his kid. X gonna give it to you. And that, that reminded me of all the striker stuff with X-Men. Yeah. So he uh, he psychically blasts the room where everyone is frozen in time and he decides to go grab this lady's boob. Yes, he absolutely oh, does. Oh yeah, he goes full on fucked like, up. Like, this or, is my boob. Or at least he believes he does. It's kind of vague because he, he jumps at this woman. He decides he can have every woman in this room. He starts making out with the woman, puts goes right under the kimono, goes right for that breast, uh, and then psychoblast uh, Brian 
unleashes Psycho Blast, changes into his costume somehow. So this may or may, or may not be really happening. Well, he's telekinetic. He can uh, manipulate matter. Well, yeah, matter. he just changes. Yeah. Because that happens later. That, Jean Grey always did that. She always created her costume out of nothing. Well, and I don't know. I, I think there's a lot because when so they get in a fight. So he turns into Psycho Blast, and Psycho Blast is more powerful than Peter. They get in a big fight. Uh, Psycho Blast does like a big Psylocke or Green Lantern hand. Yeah, like a big yeah. Like, he's energy. He's hand. Quicksilver Green Lantern. He yeah. Yes. I guess we should talk about his, his yes his his costume. It is a uh, he does look like Quicksilver except he's got one shoulder pad and a collar. He's like, like he's, I realized he's, how hard it is to he's describe. He's Quicksilver this. Green Lantern cable. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why I think that this may not have even happened because this doctor comes in and tells everybody to take their seats, but now everything's back yeah, to normal. No one, like, they, they just, they just see these two guys like acting weird. They're all staring, but no one's gonna. No one brings up to the doctor like, "Hey, this guy psychically froze us all and grabbed my boob." Like no one says shit to I him. I think. I think the doctor kind of like. I think everybody's on the same page here. This is a bunch of freaks. This is a bunch of fucking weirdos. I didn't get that at all. What? I it, okay in my view it happened he didn't destroy the room or something he had a psychic blast that froze everybody and then he got psychic blast by psycho blast and then that busted out everybody from his psychic blast and i mean but everyone knows i think from his last name that he's somehow involved because he keeps also bragging like do you know who i am do you know who i well, am psycho blast gets knocked against the wall and pieces of wall go flying and then the doctor comes in. He doesn't say shit about my wall. Oh, yeah. The wall's not. Yeah. It's like they were only doing it inside their own minds. Possibly. Well, also, this doctor that walks in is maybe there for a total of two minutes. Yep. And he's got dignified gray temples that he may have died to look that way. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, they're two cotton balls that he just stuffed <laughs> behind his ears. And he's yep. like, I'm going to look dignified as fuck. And he goes, is he psychic too? Maybe he's going and scanning their minds and looking for who's impressed by how distinguished he looks. He's like, nobody so far. So, all right. Uh, so this doctor comes in, he tells everybody to settle the fuck down. And he says they're going to, he kind of explains what's going on. He says, this isn't like new age meditation or anything like that. You guys uh, may or may not have latent supernatural powers and we're going to exploit them for reasons we're not going to tell you yeah. about. You he just have to a trust lot of good us. points though about like, he says, ignoring low level psychic uh, happenings in everyone's life that we just shrug off as coincidences or, 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 you know, or whatnot. And like, that's actually a good, I, I believe that as well. Like, why isn't there more emphasis put on that why don't we discuss that more when people have dreams that come true or they remember a memory that hasn't happened yet everyone's experienced that or or even says like you pick up the phone to call someone and at the but they're already on the line because they were calling you that happens to everybody that's never happened to so, me it's that's never happened, happened to me a bunch of times that's happened to like a my, my grandmother when she was before she died that would happen to her all the fucking time all the, I like, don't know, that man. would happen to her like once a month. But people are programmed, humans are programmed to find patterns, even if there are no patterns there. Yeah, but that's what, why we well, see faces. Maybe, but what if it's everything. not just a maybe pattern? Maybe your grandma's a witch. <laughs> she was a bitch, that's yeah. for sure. You switch the maybe letters she only out. Knew one person. I just admit, because she was a little isolated, so maybe like heightened, heightened up the, her, her ability to call out to others. I don't know. We don't know any of these things. People didn't know about Blu-ray until that one lady discovered it. Like it, there are these, all these strange rays and waves that we just don't know even exist that could exist. So you're uh, down with this guy who comes in and tells a room full of people, you'll be asked to do things you don't understand. Have the courage yeah. not to question them. We're you're on that guy's side. Fuck yeah, no. do it. Look no. at him. He's trustworthy. <laughs> not look a how trustworthy he is. I mean, yeah, look at come on temples. now. Uh, He's a janitor. Okay. He's got nothing else going on. Let him try it. That is true. He might as well. So uh, then 
Brian is escorted into his private room and he has a lot of confidence because he's wearing tidy whiteies. He disrobes, does not matter. Didn't everyone in the 80s? Wasn't that just like the thing? It was the height of tidy whiteies, 60s, 70s, 80s. I'll wear wear boxer briefs on jogging days. That's different. No, that's a, this is a very different. This is pure on Cotton Haynes. This is this is a nine pack. Yeah, they must have really good uh, climate control in that building because there are no blankets. No, he doesn't need it. He's on a specially designed bed that reads his uh, wavelengths, his brain wavelengths. <laughs> this is how weird. They're like, we're gonna need you to do stuff that you're not comfortable doing, and we're gonna need you to not question us. Now, take these drugs and sleep for 18 hours while we scan your brain yeah. with this yes. with this helmet on this on this dread. weird. And he, yeah. yeah, and he even said, like, they ask him, like, you know, well, we need to know about your background. Like, There's no background. I, I I have no one in my life. I have nothing to live for. You can do whatever you want. That sounds like me. Yeah. I, th- I mean, <laughs> honestly, I don't mind this kind of experimentation because like I'd do this if I get psychic powers in the end. Yeah. Cool. I, I'm I'll uncomfortable with not knowing anything, but I'm, yeah, if they want to do this shit and it's, but if, you know, yeah. there's consent for all of it, have at it. If your, life is, if your life is that aimless, like, it who sure cares? Is. Who gives it a sure shit? It sure is. Well, I want to be a scanner, goddammit. I might not get my retirement watch when I quit being a janitor in 30 years. Right. Like, who gives right. a shit? Right, and the house I never was able to purchase. <laughs> I squatted. I don't know. Were you able to buy houses when you were, like, in the 80s? I guess, Jan, like, I don't know. Like, way of life was different in the 80s. Dude, like, I was born could... in Detroit in the 80s, so, yeah. No, you... I mean, but he was already a grown man working. Like, it's yeah. not like, yeah, so maybe, like, it was different. Yeah. Like, my dad had a shitty factory job and, and, and bought a house and cars and had, had two kids. If he did that now, he'd never be able to do it. Yeah, you can't have a car. I mean, I have a car, but most people can't have a car in Chicago, in the city. Oh, I also, speaking of, I also want to mention that uh, First Comics was uh, originally based in Evanston before moving to Chicago. So oh, even nice. though it was before oh. any of us were here in the city, it is relevant a little bit to us. Uh, it is oh, a Chicago cool. thing. So there you go. We are um, number first. Number they're all first. dead now. Yep. All of them. Yep. All the creators, everyone involved in the publishing. Yep. There's a terrible firebomb uh, incident, mm-hmm. and uh, they're all dead now. Turns out this is a real story, and they all got psychoblasted to death. Yep. They thought it was fictional, uh, but really it was being blasted to them f- from a secret military installation. And well, then, nobody uh, dies in this, do they? No. Ex- well, the creators do. The creators do. <laughs> they, they shouldn't have been publishing <laughs> this. Like, this was not died. supposed to be seen. Like, we're probably in danger for looking at it and talking about yeah, it. Yeah, right. And we're endangering everyone else by, by reading about it's it. Very and James important. is endangering everyone by spreading coronavirus all through the show, the show waves. Yes. The show waves. I, 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 that is the primary way that coronavirus. One, one click on the uh, on, on the uh, the link immediately gives you coronavirus. That's... There's no health care in this country, people. You're screwed. We're killing you all. We're part of the deep state. That's what they mean by computer virus. We're giving we're giving you demon sperm, according to that one lady. Oh my Jesus. god, that lady! And Love reptilians. Lady. The reptilian thing is probably true. I'm on board with that. They're probably that would make a lot of people. sense. I mean, no. if you if the planet's heating up, right, and the government doesn't care about it, they're probably terraforming it because they want to sit on a hot rock. Like no. Shay, you weren't here for the first forty episodes of the show. We talked about the lizard people a lot. And I was at first. I thought they were real, and then I thought they weren't real. Now I'm back <laughs> on. They're probably real team. But Trump is Dude. not a Trump is definitely Just not makes a lizard sense. person. Trump's not a lizard person. That's why they hate him so much. I think he is a lizard person. He's just the worst one. 
He's the, he cast he's the one they, they he's this is a this is a prank they're pulling on him because they don't like him. Like they everyone else like, is like a Komodo dragon and then he's like Pepe the Frog. Yeah, ah. that's right. It's not even a good lizard person. He's one of the shitty ones. I'm just being stupid, I guess. I mean, I know Pepe the Frog isn't a lizard. <laughs> and they gave and they gave him the most loose fitting skin suit they possibly could. And they're like, put this on. He's like, it doesn't even fit me. Go out there and be the president, moron. Ah. Uh, like, I just want to sit under a hot rock. See, that's why Trump likes to go golfing in Florida. He likes being hot all the time. Uh, big, okay. big, flat, hot rock. Um, uh-huh. So then we cut around to this other scene, and there's this woman, Miss Price, who is maybe the woman that Brian was in love with? Maybe? No, it's a different lady. Okay, it's a different lady. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. she's hanging out with this, this fucking guy in Flock of Seagulls with his wraparound shades. He looks like uh, uh, Gyrick from X-Men, the, 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 oh, one of yeah. the racist guys who helps build the Sentinels. No, no, the reading rainbow guy. Jordy LaForge? Jordy, Jordy. You take that back Jordy. about Jordy LaForge. He's Jordy a good LaForge. man. He's, in real life, he is a great man. He's a good guy. Oh, I'm not guy. against him. He should be I'm the president. The dude looks like him. He's uh, maybe, he's, maybe he's not a shitty enough lizard to be the president. <laughs> so uh, Miss Price is uh, talking about, she's got she's got a vial of what she says is roaches, but they're clearly ants. Yeah, yes. she believes that the, they can predict earthquakes or or in this, and, but her, her associate in the green coca says, maybe they can predict mind quakes. And then he mind puts on his, his unnecessary green <laughs> body armor arrow suit. And he's so just, now we get, yeah, now we're getting actual like super suits. In, in what had otherwise been a really weird, non-traditionally superhero uh, costume. Oh, a lot, a lot, a lot uh, of skimpy book. sky blue uh, kimonos, little karate yep. outfits. And I will mention this as a little a little aside. They do mention a character uh, that they're going to investigate, a scientist named uh, Blicero or Blissero, who works in uh, military applications of psychic warfare. And I think, just judging by the nature of the rest of this book, I think that's actually a Thomas Pinchon reference because there is a Pinchon character called Blicero or Blissero in a couple of uh, Pinchon books that is, uh, he does work in military applications of psychic warfare. That's a, so I think that's what that was. That's such a complicated huh. history in real life, too, about the, the, the U.S. and the Soviets having competing fake psychic divisions until they yes. until they believe the other one was real. So they made theirs real, but neither of them worked because none of that stuff is real. But they were just so afraid the other one actually figured it out that they just pretended so hard that it was real. They wrote a book about it, then made it into a movie starring. Uh, is this the Men Who Stare yeah, Goats? Men Goats. That's a true story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what, not, not M83. What's it called? MK Ultra. But no, Thank that you. was different. Thank you. Yeah. And Kaltra was where they, they gave a bunch of students mega doses of LSD for long periods of time. That's how, uh, what's his name, that Mad Bomber, the Unabomber uh, came about. So they're digging through the rubble of Blycero's lab, and uh, Miss Price runs up, and she's got a, a queen bug in a bag, and she's like, look at this, and he's like, dude, I don't give a shit about your bugs. He's like, I'm a psychic super soldier, why are you yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> what do you add to this? He goes, oh, you got a bug there? Watch me lift all this rubble off this man who's in danger. Right, and he there's does. a guy, oh, so there's a guy mean. saying, help me, they finally hear him, he lifts the rubble off, and who is it? It's Blissero. Yep, it's Blissero. And our, our dude in our psychic uh, mind suit, uh, it, it calls himself uh, DSX Machina, as in Dasek. Deus Ex Machina. Which is pretty yeah. cool. He's like, thank you for saving me, Snake Man. That's not my name. <laughs> you're, you're not going to be thanking me. Things are going to get real sure bad for you. Are you sure you're not Snake Man? Because you look like one of the robot bosses in Mega Man 3. 
I'm pretty sure I have your G.I. Joe action figure. Pretty I've definitely sure, seen this costume. Pretty sure I had to go to a different robot stage and get his power to defeat you. Yes. Yes. You have to do them in the right order. You have to do them in the right <laughs> order. God damn it. It wasn't me. <laughs> I designed my costume myself. Maybe it was influenced by the Mega Man game. Maybe. No, I'm MK Ultraman. <laughs> so here's an ad for a bunch of first comics that we're going to do all of them because they all look amazing. Honestly... I am into first comics. I think they're publishing. Some uh, we're going to do. We're, I've heard good things about the. Badger. We're going to do Whisper. We're going to American Flag. I have heard of, and I've seen their cover a bunch of times. I just haven't read it. I mean, no offense, but right now I don't want to read anything that has American on the cover. Between the state of the dumpster fire world and well, Miss America, all I want to hear is well, uh, from anything American is uh, American universal health care. Uh, love it or leave it, Shay. I only need one flag in my life, and his first name's Rick. No, we can't leave it, James. It's we're. We're no longer allowed in, the in any other countries. I had a brother at Quezon fighting off the Viet Cong. Viet Cong were not in Quezon. I always like to point out the, the error in that song lyric. Okay. What? What are you talking about? In Born in the USA, it says, uh, I had a brother at Quezon fighting off the Viet Cong. Oh, Viet yeah. Cong were never in Quezon. It's just a convenient ride. He's rhyme. a draft dodger. Oh. I didn't listen to that guy. God damn it, Springsteen. What the he hell? He is not a draft, draft dodger. dodger. He went. Him and Donald Trump together. They tried. Him and Donald nope, Trump nope, together. Went, they escaped. You are a fucking liar. <laughs> You he are went. a fucking liar. He and the entire band went to their draft and were rejected. And they were all confident that they were going to get drafted. So they had a big party the night before, went in, thought they were going to go die. And the government said, yeah, you guys are all skinny weaklings. We don't want any of you. Like, yeah, you guys, what are you guys doing? You're lizards. You don't have to fight in this war. This is for the humans yeah. only. And you're like, oh, yeah, lizards. right. We're lizards. All famous people are lizards. Jersey trash. Poor Jersey he trash. He wasn't famous at the time. I know, but, it's a, but he was going to be eventually. It's all conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. This this goes very deep. Like, like this is getting That's the thing very about hard. these conspiracies, man. You can just, like, there's no way out. Yeah. Because you can always just say, well, that's part of the conspiracy. Yeah. Like, well, then fuck, yep. why, why are we doing anything? I don't know. Yeah. That's why I said there's no way to prove it because it's, yeah. it's conspiracy. I don't know. I did see that video on YouTube where the guy blinked twice. That's enough for me. <laughs> what? There's a bunch. If you, man, you just go on YouTube and look up. I'm not look gonna. Up, you look up like videos of lizard people blinking twice where it seems like they blink yeah. twice oh um, like they have two sets of eyelids uh, but really it's just like the interlacing of the video uh, or something yeah or like watch this um, watch this security yeah. guard shapeshift before your eyes okay thanks alex you know there's a guy and he's super super popular but i hadn't heard about him before a dude on youtube called captain disillusion and uh he paints half his face silver and he just goes through all these videos and explains why you're a fucking moron to believe in <laughs> they're great very entertaining high production value really funny really clever I'll look that up later he's really really good it's very very funny anyway uh so then we see the behind the scenes with the military and what they're trying to do here and they're having trouble filling out the program with anything but straight white aryan guys it's basically like they're trying to fill out a trump rally and they can't find any non-straight white men <laughs> yeah. Like that's the so only of course people he are says, up. here's, you know, we have plenty of good candidates. And the guy says, no, no, people are scared of black yeah, people. Yeah, he says, he does. Like he goes, we're, you know, why don't we have a more diverse cast? No, people are scared of black well, people. We can't it, get them on the team. Wait, more specifically, he says tall black people because he says like we need non-white people because if we send out a bunch of blonde-haired blue-eyed guys they're gonna think we're nazis but we can't throw out a bunch of really tall black men because people are threatened by them as well like this is this is really an uncomfortable well, he wants demo he wants demographic appeal it's like in the wwe trying to discuss who should be the next champion yeah 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 you gotta you gotta hit those four quadrants 
Um, well, it's a legacy thing. It's like, then kick your fucking shitty son yeah. out. Yeah. And it's like, don't says. you yeah. dare yeah. talk about my son this way. <laughs> this is the program is for him. My son, Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, so There's, Trump Sr. is this. I don't know. He's what? not Donald Trump in the slightest. I, I, I just thought that was, I was just, well, I, was just I mean, being silly. He works in the campaign. Uh, like he represents Trump. It was Trump. either I was going to make a Joe Biden joke or a Donald Trump joke. Both of the, both their both kids are worthless. He's not Donald Trump Jr. Uh, He's nothing uh, like fucking Trump. And I hate Trump, but come Peter. on. He really is. Fuck. No, he isn't. No, he's an entitled little brat, and that's the only thing like him. You then can why- call him any fucking entitled little brat. <laughs> then why did his he, Twitter but, account just no. get suspended? Yeah, it did. Uh, it, the character didn't. Yes, the, I did. didn't. I just said he's an entitled little brat. Donald Trump Jr. is a fucking shitty, this, shitty this, human being, and he can this, die. This but character's I, Twitter this account. This character is not fucking like him. It comes to the. It's a fucking dis. No, he grabs it's boobs. too much boobs. of a compliment. It's too much of a compliment to associate Donald Trump Jr. with him. This character, who is shitty, shitty, <laughs> shitty, shitty, shitty person, is better than that. Donald Trump you deserve Jr. better than that, Peter. <laughs> what's Trump, your face? Donald Trump Jr. looks like he has like Vaseline, like a thin coat of Vaseline over his entire body at all times. He looks like uh, <laughs> both of Trump's sons look like uh, the shapeshifters from Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. <laughs> oh yeah, lizard people. Uh, all right, so they get in a fight about who gets. You know, he to comes be in the room, the, right? He doesn't have to go to bed after eighteen hours. Notice that, like, he gets to walk around when everyone else is. Again. Yeah, Brian. He comes sleep. out and he's just do like, do "Don't wants. worry, Dad, I'll get him," which is a very Donald Trump Jr. What? thing no, to say on Twitter. No, he's already had that. He's already done that. He's been part of the program way longer. Like, he's done so. That. Uh, so, but then it turns out that the uh, the scientist who wants more diversity is actually a super powered psychic himself and brushes off uh, Peter's attempts to stop him and grabs him by the hair. He's like, "I'm gonna fuck up your son if you don't do what I say." And he's like, "All right, calm down." You make a good point here. So here is they're discussing. Uh, they're, the, as, as they're worried about that, they're getting the uh, the data from our, our good friend Brian while he's asleep. But while that's happening. Uh, Brian's third eye, which is really frightening, is going around mm-hmm. the uh, the office, like scaring the shit out of the people who are actually psychic. Because here, like the assistant doctor man who is psychic is like terrified of the the, the third eye yes. flying around. And they're like, don't worry, it's just an acid flashback. I'm not kidding. That's what it says. It's what he says, but I think even he knows he's lying. Like he's yeah, not trying. Like, there's no such thing as an acid flashback. That's ridiculous. Uh, and so then we see where the eye is going, and it's following other women around in their private quarters, which is pretty fucked up. Oh yeah. And then gets some super horny. He does. Yeah. So one of the uh, assistants that kind of uh, chauffeured Brian around, showed her to a room, and everything. Robin, the girl who Robin. he thinks looks just like his girlfriend. Yes, but it's not his girlfriend. But he's all confused about it. So this eye uh, makes Robin, who was otherwise a uh, a pretty chaste person, uh, get super horned up, and uh, she takes all her clothes off. She's got a, a smoking body, and uh, she goes and visits Brian while he's in his eighteen hour uh, sleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, completely just gets right on there. He's still got his tidy whiteies on, so I'm not sure if anything really right, happened. So it's, not, yeah, it's not a horrible crime yet. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's just like a yeah. She so doesn't go all Talia and rape him. It does. <laughs> well, she's not raping anyone. She's her brain chemistry is being manipulated to uh, reward Brian because it turns out inside his dream modeled mind, naked ass Brian, who God, look at that, <laughs> look at those glutes. glutes. Yeah, look at his glute exercise routine. Oh my God, he you know he's doing. He's really feeling the pump as he's uh, going. He's not just like he's not just going through the motions. He's he's fighting against gravity hard yeah. and then slowly releasing it back down. He's doing, he's doing a lot it properly. Of squats. He's, 
doing his squats properly because you can tell someone somebody does their squats properly when I mean, it's not just their muscular legs but their ass and their calves as well mm-hmm. people neglect their calves when they're doing their squats and then so his, anyway his brain his brain starts singing i am the walrus to him really truthfully that's what that's happens truthfully. that's not and so the uh psychoblast because i guess he's not like the, his brain is split into two him and psychoblast psychoblast takes form and says hey you liking robin i brought her over for you because like because we're a team buddy and he's just like no send her away it's super rapey he's like oh, okay fine i guess they're gonna be like that. dude do i look like i need help did you see my fucking ass do you see my hog am... it barely fit my tidy whitey <laughs> i'm 54 years old and i look like this i'm doing fine all them years of of squatting down and uh, and filling up the bucket and then picking it back up and then mop oh, that the sawdust floor. that you gotta drop down really oh man really get the works his triceps and his shoulders like pushing that full body workout yeah, that's right that, that that you know brooming brooming a push broom in an entire school mm-hmm. is a good workout mm-hmm. i'm assuming he works at his school i don't know, uh, you why. know what i assumed as well I have to say that when I read that he was a janitor, I was like, yeah, that's he works in school. That's janitor racist of us. There are janitors yeah, all, all, all sorts of uh, places. <laughs> There's all, all kinds right. of janitors out in the world. Right, we just a, not racist. We just, <laughs> it's okay. not all janitors have white hair and mullets. It's a race. That's not a, a race, race still. They're, they're those people who come from uh, uh, when Antarctica, like he's part of the, uh, the, the, the Hyperboreans. Wow. <laughs> they're all janitors now. You just invented a new kind of bigotry. Right here yeah, on the right. show against the ancient humans of during the, <laughs> the first golden era of man, the Hyperboreans of Antarctica. So uh, they pull Brian in to uh, an. Shane's office. like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I mean, I was just letting it go too. Uh, so they pull Brian into the office and they're like, uh, "How was your sleep?" And he's like, "Well, it was really fucking weird." If you want to know the truth, kind of rapey on my part. Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> but... <laughs> they're like, "Okay." Uh, anyway, so it turns out we're making psychic superheroes and they look gaudy. So, <laughs> so here you go. So. Uh, yeah here's the team we'd like you to be on the team and here's what we got so far and we've got these four people uh we've got rick montano who's a guy named uh transmuter he should have just been called montano yeah like, why are they calling name. him a different name transmuter so i'm well, guessing his psychic power is he's able to manipulate reality probably so i'm guessing that's his power in, so his costume is pointless in fairness though they say don't refer to people by their real name while in the field so you need code names so even though they his probably look this like guy a, and they're like god damn we want to call him montano so bad but we can't these guys look like that guy charged my iphone with their shoulder pads <laughs> he's got a lot of usb ports on him Right, 20 right. years before yeah, USB ports and, were a thing. And since they're psychic, they Gosh. always get it in the right way the first try. Yes. They don't got to spin it yep, around yep. a bunch of times. Uh, they have fucking 4D fucking USBs. Miracle of science. 4D USBs? You mean USB-C? No, I mean they're 4D because because you, you have to try it three times oh. to, even though there's only two ways to do That's it. That's why everybody's got to get on USB-C. I'm sick of this fucking around. I'm sick of everything I buy having some weird micro USB uh, port to it. USB-C! And we're done. Anyway, uh, next up. Get out of here, you European. Next up, we have uh, <laughs> Denise Lakari, phase shift. Why do they all have N's on their belts? Uh, those are, are like Captain N? Those are sideways like Captain Z's. N? Sideways Z's about how they, they like to sleep. No, they're all Captain N, the game masters. There's a reference no <laughs> one gets. No, I get that. I had a Captain N comic book, and we should do it. Oh, absolutely. I I'm love, on board. I all love right. shitty licensed tie-ins. <laughs> I had a Captain N comic book. We're going to do it. A Captain okay. who? Captain, Captain N. N, Captain Nintendo, Captain no Nintendo, idea. the Game Master. He, he was, was a, it was a terrible cartoon. You know the, the trope, the and I'm not I'm not going to say this is definitely the origin of it, but you know the trope of like a kid who's watching TV or playing a video game or reading a book, and he gets sucked into it, and he has to be a superhero in that world. That's uh-huh. Captain N. He was a kid who played video games. He loved Nintendo, got sucked into the Nintendo world, and then just went around the different landscapes of Nintendo games, solving mysteries. 
I didn't believe in it because he was too good looking and athletic to be a big Nintendo freak. Yeah. Yeah. The old no friendo. Yeah. No, he's 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 on the basketball team. He's getting his cardio in. <laughs> uh, and then we very have, popular uh, in school. And then the third character is Suki Avram, who is called Interface. I'm assuming it has something to do with computers. Oh yep, yep. And See then, USBs right there. She's, there you go. You can just plug in in various ways. Like why is she, why are they wearing these outfits? <laughs> it looks for cool. what? For know, what? Cool. Uh, and then we're, I mean, they're also going to form a band on the side. They have a new wave oh, band. Gonna, oh, I see. They have a Talking Heads cover band. I was speaking of Talking Heads, they all got their pyramid hats. <laughs> well, that's Devo. Yeah, I was about oh, to say, Devo. that's not what you think it is. Talking Heads no, deliberately this, had no, 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 don't lump, lump Talking they're Heads They're all with the that. same band. <laughs> no. Talking Heads deliberately didn't do anything to look like rock stars in any way. They wore like polo shirts and everything to look as normal uh, as possible. I'm, I'm just trying to piss off Shane now. So, and then the team is rounded out by Peter. Uh, our Trump yep. Jr. character, and his name is Anomaly. Oh, wait, there's, and, uh, to be fair, his last name is Zan... The Xanthus. It sounds like a, a, a bad movie Mystery Science Theater would do. Yeah. Like Manos, <laughs> The Hands of Fate, which they did, recently yeah. made a sequel to. Xanath, the son of Trump. Uh, Ross Gower. <laughs> and so, uh, so they Anomaly, because sometimes the anomaly is it grabs your tit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, oh, no, you I were defending think... a tit grabber. no. I wasn't. I was saying that he's, well, I mean, in the sense of that he's not as bad as a real life human being. Oh, well. I, I mean, mean, he, I mean, he uses psychic powers to freeze a whole room until he can grab it. Oh, ladies. he's shitty. He's terribly, bad. terribly shitty. He's a, in the, and I believe I said shitty four times describing this man. Mm -hmm. You did. But I think you say shitty four times in every episode. Yeah. I probably do. I have a, I have a trash mouth. You do hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey now, you're an all-star. Uh, oh, that's good. different. That's different. Yeah, it was a little, little bit of a walk, but I enjoyed it. Oh, I got. I there you it go. Now. It yeah, took a minute. Go. It took God, you're so young. It's terrible. No, I fucking know Smash Mouth. <laughs> no, you know three songs. You don't I mean, know. Don't Smash we all? Because we all saw Mystery Men. I watched that VH1 behind the music. I know about Smash Mouth. Is there seriously a VH1 behind the music? There of Smash absolutely Mouth? is. I think it's I'm actually. Watch a, that. VH1 had a short-lived series called Behind the Music 2, which were like half-hour versions of Behind the Music for bands that weren't quite as big, for weren't like The Who or something huge, and Smash Mouth had one of them. No, good. I know there's the Creed one, which is pretty funny. The Creed one's hilarious because his, his big deal is that he uh, did like a shot of vodka one day. And that was right. And this, he like promised his wife that he would never get drunk on the road and he'd keep it together. And that's how the episode ends. Right. And then like a few years later, he becomes a total like train yes. wreck of a person. And ruins oh, my God. Everything. It was insane. Well, he was yeah. also very mentally sick and unmedicated. Yeah, but it was so I mean, funny. he still is. It's not like well, you don't need to you don't need to pass tense that. Well, he was also an asshole. So it's sort of like I don't really I don't really feel the need to uh, make sure that assholes who were assholes when they were sane get the proper treatment they need when they're fucked up so uh here they're like uh so like you want to oh, join wait, the wait, team hold on, hold on and before we move on i wanted to say something important about smash mouth okay i know four songs from smash mouth uh, you know, oh I'm i was kidding okay. <laughs> you know i'm a believer let me let me you know i'm a believer you know all i thought that was a song brah but it's a song that everyone knows the that monkeys. they do yes i know but they did it Bruh. on the shrek soundtrack so everybody knows Bruh. it uh, they, you know, I'm a believer, you know, you know, walking on the sun, you know, all star. And what's the fourth one? I don't know. Do you want me to tell you or are you guys? Yeah, I just only tell me. Two, oh, apparently. okay. Uh, their cover of why can't we be friends? Oh yeah. I knew that oh, one too. Oh wow. Shay, you won the smash mouth competition. 
four, yeah, of two of them are covers. Yeah, you're two the, of them are covers. Can you name an so album? So you're the biggest Smash Mouth fan here all along. I told you. And I, I, I was saying you're too young to even I, know who they are. And oh, now no, you're the, no. like, the See, biggest here's one. The, here's part of it is that in college, I was friends with a, our, our big group of friends. I don't remember how this started, but every party, every wedding, Everybody Smash gets. Mouth All-Star gets played and Shay, everyone loses their shit. Shay, I hate to tell you this. Everybody does that. <laughs> That's no, it. No, when, I was in, when I was in high school, our version of Smash Mouth was called Chumba Wumba. I know Chumba Wumba. Mm-hmm. My brother uh, had yeah. the CD. Because he went we, to school in Australia. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, not everybody in this way. To the point of where like mm. Smash Mouth concerts have been gone to in order to participate and do this in front of them i think they just mm. i think they just hit the uh the state fair to, uh, uh oh yeah circuit. oh they saw them at like rib fest or something They're it wasn't humble. like by the way you couldn't name the album what's the album i don't know uh smash mouth fu man shoe fun it's fun... it's fu it's fu shu meng I yeah. remember the uh, the Chumba Wumba album. I remember what that's Tump called. Thumping, or, the, yeah. or the song Tump, Tump Thumper or whatever. Yeah. yeah, Tump Thumper was the song. Tump Thumping was the album. Oh, yeah. Although I'm sure everyone knows actually a second song because they did the theme song to Pop Up Video. I don't know. Sure. Okay. So anyway, uh, so they they tell Brian they want him to lead up his team of uh, shitty psychic people, and they say, we're even going to give you a cool name. And he goes, listen up, bitch. I've already got a name. And he uh, transforms into Psycho Blast. Yeah, which which is really just Quicksilver's outfit with cabled shoulder pads. And yep. they say, dude, that's actually way better than what we were going to do. And you look better than the rest of us, too. We're going to refit the entire rest of the team based around this motif. They're like, this guy is the fucking leader. Guys, what if after this... Okay, this is just me. I just have the Jim Croce song in my head now. I've got a name. I have no uh, idea. Bad Bad Leroy Brown? No. Yeah, Time yeah. in a Bottle? No, mm-hmm. it's a song Let's called I Got a Name. I have All Stars stuck in my head, but done Jim Croce style. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Is there more to this Croce antidote? No, just okay. he said I got a name and now that's I'm my just favorite in way, my That's head. my favorite kind of knitting. Like in my head, that's how he's saying it. Okay. Is after all of this fighting is like he's like pushing the guy away with his psychoblast and he's just like, I got a name. Because psychoblast has a heavenly singing voice, but I on top of all his other talents, he doesn't want to show it off. I love how he has a giant like Sherlock Holmes collar attached to his like shoulder pad that does nothing. <laughs> yeah. And he's got a David Bowie lightning bolt over his eye. Right, like but that hurts. It's, it's a weird mismatch. And his mullet goes away and turns into even more of a cable haircut. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of the end of the book. Then there's a letters page uh, featuring letters written by just raving psychopaths. Dear Rick, I happen to think that LSD is the best thing that's ever happened to me, Dude, and psychoblast makes me hard. There is this two-page letter that just goes on and on with this guy just aimlessly rambling He's uh, like, this book grabbed me by my ass and my dick and my balls. And he even Psycho. says, he, no, he even says he doesn't really like the book that much. That that little quote about grab, being grabbed by the balls is a different oh, letter. Oh, yeah, this book. I hate it so much. Gonna keep oh, yeah. reading. This first letter is written by a guy named Randy Fluke, a.k.a. the fun fluke. Uh, it's Randy Flake. Flake. Randy Flake, a.k.a. the fun and he's Flake. From, and he's from Whiteland, Indiana. There's a Whiteland in Indiana. I may have been there. Uh, yeah, 629 Popular there, Street. I was born uh, You're in Mr. Fucking, 
No, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. I was born in, I think, Royal Oak, Michigan, which is basically Detroit, Michigan, and I grew up in inner city Detroit. Look how hard you are, bro. I have super That's my new thing now. I'm calling everybody, bro. Why are they posting people's full addresses? Because it's awesome. You're going to write them back. You're going <laughs> to talk about, talk about how this book grabbed you by your ass and genitals, too. But uh, that no, you don't put out people's full Shay, addresses. Do you know how many weird marriages started as a result of this? How oh, many yeah, weird, a lot. destructive All marriages? How oh. many weird, destructive marriages started with Psychoblast? Yeah, specifically Psychoblast, yeah. You know, I keep calling everybody bra, but in this story, I was laughing when I was reading this book because, like, uh, Psychoblast is in room 801, but I kept reading it as boy. <laughs> yes, I think I saw that too. Because <laughs> we They're also publishing uh, uh, Lone Wolf and Cub comics. I used to watch those movies in high school. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our Psychoblast Odyssey. Uh, what do we think of that? I liked it, and I may actually, even though I'm still, I still have to read all the uh, uh, what was it, OMAC books that I said I was yeah. going to read like ten years ago. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I might read all these too. I like this. It's crossed the first hurdle of you saying you're going to read the rest of them. No, no book has watch. crossed the second hurdle of you actually doing it. But still. I also said I was going to watch all the Doom Patrols and I was going to read all the Fourth Worlds, and I haven't done any Doom of Patrol. That shit. I will say I was wrong when I predicted the second season of uh, Doom Patrol would have the uh, Brotherhood of Evil. Uh, with our good friend, uh, Mr. Mahler and everything. Oh, stop it, stop it. Nope, nope, nope. Obama doesn't want your guns. Stop it, he's not even in office anymore. I still um, want them to be friends. I was wrong. He's not in, that's not in Doom Patrol this season, but Doom Patrol still has been fantastic and possibly better than the first season. Watch Doom Patrol. Anyway. Uh, I'll get around to it, but I think they just came out with the second season of Umbrella Academy, and I'll probably watch that instead. Uh, Doom Patrol season one beat out Umbrella Academy season one for me. So... We'll see. They're very we'll similar see. concepts, but Doom Patrol did all the things that I wished Umbrella Academy would have done. I didn't watch it. Shay? I didn't watch it. No, well, yeah, I mean, well, how do you, of... what do you think of the book? You're, oh, you're reading. sorry. <laughs> I, I'm giving it 10 stars. I don't stars. fucking know. Um, I liked it. Okay. Did you 10 stars like it? No, since yeah. there's five that we're supposed to do, but I give it a star. Uh, like, I'm, I'm not supposed to do anything. Yeah, you, like, you all co- co-opted my whole thing. Uh, like a like a two and a half or three really not that it's uh, pretty that good for shay normally shay's yeah, she zero <laughs> she she does hate things except for p uh I, oh right fuck you right right fuck you forgot fuck about you. that forgot about shay's uh, delicious pee fetish fuck you too <laughs> um i really like the book i thought it was really cool um i'd like to read the rest of it uh that might even take it up to a five for me but right now it's four out of five psychos <laughs> And I've seen Psycho, and let me tell you, it is a blast. Ah, yeah, like I see you're not wasting your time off. Nope. I, I had to re- That's why I do all the prep work. Boo sound. You hear boo turned into, like, there was a little distortion, and it turned into a moo. Like no. Those, yeah, it did. It was very, Are you saying boo or moo earns? Have you been a cow this whole time? I hope yeah. so. I could use some milk. I'm out. My stack of rats that I've been milking, it finally run dry. <laughs> Uh, closing plugs. You can hit us up with your requests at Darkside's Couch on Instagram, Twitter, what kind of life Facebook. Am I living? <laughs> <laughs> you can listen, subscribe on Spotify, Google Play Podcast, DarkSidesCouch.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mike, what are we doing next time? 
it's it's the end of the season, so I'm guessing we're doing uh, uh, Batman number 191. Uh, I didn't look into it, but it, it looks like Batman didn't get his stimulus check, and so no. he's selling all this shit. Yes, this was a book that I just saw the cover of and thought that would be fun. It's called uh, The Day Batman Sold Out from 1967. It's an era I don't really think we've looked at much from, from 2020. Batman, so that be fun. Batman <laughs> yes. didn't get his small business loan. Wayne Enterprises is going under, yep. and he's selling all of his bat shit. He waited too long to apply for that PPP. You got to get in early, right. or it's he put all gone. his ba- he put all of his bat money into Bitcoin. He's just like, ah, oh. oh, I love. Bad investment. He panicked, sold, and he lost it all and should have held on to it because then it should've went right back on. up. It went back up. It did. He didn't know. Robin was trying to help him. He was just like, yeah, listen, he's he a boomer. Well, that's what Robin Hood is named after. That's what that app is. Oh, all like, right. Dude, I fucking made an app specifically for you, Bruce. I'm excited to do this Batman book because I can read it in Adam West's voice in my head. Yeah, it's it's high Adam West era. 1967 is actually when the show was on, when it was like hitting its height. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I look forward to that next week. Uh, anybody got anything else they want to add? I can't wait to uh, cycle blast myself when we're when we're done we're recording. Uh, you got some cycle blast building up. Right? What does that mean? Does that mean figuring my asshole you guys don't know <laughs> quite honestly please don't tell us i, just, I don't, don't want to know did. what it means I, it means fingering my asshole in a blasting motion with two fingers i expect a full report next week just really getting in deep ta-ta for now and we'll talk to you i don't even enjoy it i didn't get to say anything at the end you didn't oh i'm sorry me. shay it went out of control shay do you have anything <laughs> you'd like to add yeah i wanted to say that i hope that because the world's a dumpster fire that you guys got away from it a little bit and that we helped i hope you guys are trying to try out my cycle blasting technique and really start to change your life up i mean maybe we should stop talking about donald trump jr if we're trying to give people a little reprieve but hey it's all we know and small business stimulus (laughs) ta-ta for now cushion crusaders and we'll talk to you next time on the couch Blasted me out of nowhere. I know, I know. I'm, 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 I'm sorry.